Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Shepreneur with BC Ubo and Africa Business Radio, the only show that spotlights African women succeeding in their craft and gives us an insight on their journey through life-changing conversations. So, welcome to the show. The trivia today promises to be inspiring as we take a look at a few skills that help you stand out in business. Okay, let's get to it. The first skill I have here is learning how to set a goal. Learning how to set a proper goal. I know a lot of you have heard about uh, SMART goals which are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. And it's very important that you understand the art of setting a goal so that you don't have a bunch or a couple of promises or wishes on your table thinking that you have set a goal. Some people struggle in setting proper goals. And so if you need the help of a professional to help you set standard goals, achievable goals, attainable goals, it's okay to get help where you need help okay secondly learn the art of self-promotion aha it's very important that you learn the art of presenting what you do in a way not to sound too arrogant so people would like to hear you and understand what you do in just a few words enough to gain their attention without standing too modest or too arrogant So it's important that you find the sweet spot of saying what you do in just a few words enough to gain attention. All right. Some people see saying what they do as praising themselves or, you know, blowing their trumpet. And so a lot of people feel it's not for me. I don't want to sound proud, but it's important to stand out in business that you learn how to sell yourself. So how do you sell yourself in such a way that people do not see you? as being too modest or being too arrogant is a skill, is an art, and you need to learn that if you want to stand out in business. You also need to be aware of your industry and what it takes to be a player. A lot of people get into different industries, different careers, different business because their neighbor is doing it, their friend is doing it, somebody else says it's lucrative, and then they double into that business without taking time to understand how that industry works. So if you need to volunteer to work there for free so that you can learn the art of that business, it's very important if you really want to stand out in that business. And finally, your network is your net worth. 
it's very important that you learn how to build your connections. What sort of relationships do you have? How do you leverage on the relationships you have to grow in your business or in your career? Do you think that people are just there to be used? How do you relate with people? Can they trust you? Are people willing to help you get to where you are destined to get to? It's a skill that you need to learn if you want to stand out in business. If you have more tips you would love me to share on how you can stand out in business, send a DM to Africa Business Radio on Instagram and we will get on it. I'll take a break now. When I come back, I go into the She Motivates segment. Stay with us. Welcome back to the She Motivates segment. There are bold and fearlessly ambitious female business leaders who shape the future of the continent and inspire not only countless other women, but also anyone who dares to dream. And today, we are celebrating one of those in the person of Sibongile Sambo, a South African who applied for a flight attendant job with South African Airways but was rejected as she did not meet the minimum height requirements. Instead of giving up, on her dream of flying, she started her own aviation business. A lot of people at this point will feel, well, the industry doesn't want me. I'm not tall enough. Uh, let me just go back to bed and sulk all day. But no, she started her own aviation business. <laughs> Are you inspired by this story? Because I am. Today, she is the founder and manager director of SRS Aviation the first black female-owned aviation company in South Africa, and the 42-year-old has accumulated numerous awards. Give it up for Sibongile Sambo. <laughs> now, if this story doesn't inspire you to keep going, irrespective of what life throws at you, nothing else will. Yeah, nothing else will. I'll take a break now. When I come back, I go straight into the interview with my guest. Stay with us. Welcome back to the Shira segment of Shepreneur with BC Ubo on Africa Business Radio. And like I always say, a Shiro is a hero without a cape. And today, I have with me a Nigerian fashion and beauty entrepreneur who is the founder and CEO of Glam by Estelle, an African ready-to-wear brand which specializes in using Ankara prints to create beautiful, trendy, stylish, and decent clothing for women, men, and children. She's also the founder of Estelle Flawless Glow. Aha! Uh -huh. <laughs> I can see that. A plant-based skincare with an online plant-based skincare school. In 2016, she was awarded 50 Young Leader to Watch by the Cross River State Government in celebration of her Golden Jubilee and the Spirit of Enterprise Award in 2019 for her resilience and impact in the state. Welcome with me, Esther O'Day. <laughs> we need to give you all those kind of boza, oh boza, boza. Thank you so much. Welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you. You look beautiful. 
you. You are beautiful. I don't like to tell people they look beautiful. Okay. I like to say you are beautiful. beautiful. Yes, oh. you're beautiful. You're well put together. Thank you. you are a strong woman. Oh. So I welcome you I'm with my heart. Shiro. You're a shiro. Oh, <laughs> Without it, where's your cape? Where's your cape? She'll be wearing that Batman sort of cape. Invisible. We have invisible. this invisible one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the focus today will be on the growing trends of the African fashion industry. Okay. And um, it's not only fashion you do. Right. We're going to focus on a lot of your businesses. But before we go there, I'd like to have a sneak peek into who Esther Ode is. Mm. Because um, we see women who do a lot as superhumans right. oh, want to see that human side of, are you a human being are you sure oh yes tell I us am. tell us I'm who a, is I'm esther Ode? i'm a very down-to-earth young woman very passionate nigerian um i'm a mom i'm a businesswoman. i mean i call myself the eye pencil seller i used to be like a makeup artist and i started selling makeup on the streets of calabar wow yes i started with makeup selling um before i went to makeup school graduated first you know you know how nigerian investors are you come mm, out there's no, job, there's no job you want more mm. and then i started selling um, makeup on the streets of calabar and then i moved to makeup school have about five certificates in makeup and artistry three and over 450 young girls they're all doing very well then fashion happened you know but in all of this i've just always been a hustler like i just want more mm. i feel like i'm not someone to depend on people i don't know how to beg for money mm. so i would rather earn and make my own small small something so this is also telling us about your superhuman capacities oh, tell me about you mm. who are you what makes you laugh what makes you play your hobbies okay <laughs> so let me stop standing very serious yeah I'm a very not serious person in real life i'm mm. um, a comedian my friends think i'm a clown I, I laugh at everything that happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love to eat. I'm a foodie. Wow. Yes. Unfortunately. What's the best food? Jesus Christ. There are plenty, but I would do rice, ripe planting. Lots of animal protein everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I love food. I love food. But I I'm trying to see. lose weight. I've been trying since I know myself. Mm-hmm. I will keep trying till I can't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> till you get to heaven. Maybe I, you achieve it you when you get to heaven. <laughs> you understand. Yes. I'm a foodie and I'm an indoor person. A lot of people don't know that, but I love to stay on my bed if mm-hmm. I don't have to be out there. Because mm-hmm. my work makes me do a lot out so as soon as i have an opportunity or i have the time to i don't want human beings in my presence i don't want to watch television i just want to sleep Mm. so i'm a sleepy person Mm. but you know work won't let me do a lot of that yeah so any opportunity you get you just try to get that i feel you (laughs) i feel you thanks so much for that okay let's let's talk about your business now i know that's why why what you're itching to talk about (laughs) so how did this start for you how did the mm. fashion industry start for you okay way back school i've always been one person that admired ankara prince i feel like our culture and our heritage is all interpreted in our fabrics in, mm. our, in our sense of dressing in what you put on and when young people were doing lots of foreign wears i would love to wear the ankara, ankara wears. yes mm. this was way back university and i have a big sister who is also a very big fashion designer in, in abuja sister julie my best sister and she will come whenever she comes visiting then she was abroad and when she comes visiting she will just have this very beautiful Ankara and then she will stand out hmm. and all of us that are wearing all the Yubo clothes will not stand out hmm. and I always used to say sister you just know how to put this thing together you know and growing up I loved Ankara they were very versatile there's a lot you can do with them yeah. you know and it just makes you know that that's an African woman 
anywhere she is. Anywhere she is. Because the white man would not wear our clothes. So why are we spending so much money wearing theirs? You know, you mm. can wear theirs. I'm not saying that, but you want to be unique in everywhere, in everything you do. You want to stand out wherever you go. And that's your prince. That's your culture. That's mm-hmm. your interpretation. That's your heritage. Wear it with pride. Shout it out. <laughs> Let them know where you're from. <laughs> Tell you know? me, sister. So, I'm telling you. So then I now have a boss lady. I call her my boss lady. She's um, the former first lady of Crush Arrested. I worked closely with her for years. Okay. And she's she she still remains one of the most stylish, most fashionable women I know. She and my sister, Sister Julie, like I said, and wherever they go to. It's about their prints. Mm. Detailed, finishing, well sewn. Oh, like you would just know that that's a big woman. Hey. When you know how to put this thing together, Forget. you just automatically look rich, wealthy. You mm. look classy. Mm. And that's what I wanted to bring to the average um, woman, home and abroad. So I would do very, I would change it a lot. I won't do the regular Ankara, but I will mix it up put some accessories into it, just make it very unique for you. Mm. And I realized that when I started, women loved it. Mm. It was different. It was me bringing Ankara and all the fabrics, sample fabrics together. And every, I started having wholesalers. Like, I said, can I sell your product? And I'm like, oh, why not? And me and my team bastardized it mm. because we just wanted to have more. So we mm. had more designs, creative designs, and we were selling out back to back. And that's what really encouraged us to do more. So every year we change things, but we just keep doing things. And I realized that women abroad love Ankara. They what? do. Yes. They don't have the opportunity to oh wear it as much as we do, but Thank they love you. it. I know. They do. I know. And they're like my highest customers. I have more of them because they just want to look unique. And they're abroad. They, these things are very expensive. Yeah. So they'll rather buy from Nigeria and let you ship it down to them. And for me, that's a good thing. It just makes me want to do more. That's awesome. That's an awesome story. Very close to my story as well. Thank you. Because <laughs> I've always loved um, our Ankara prints. But let me ask you, how did you decide to, because you know the fashion industry is wide. How right. did you decide to pick this aspect of it and dwell on it? First and foremost, I think my customers led me to it. I don't mm. have um, the Sweet 16 customers. I'm not for them. Mm. Yeah, But most of my clients or my women, I call them my glam queens. They are advanced women. They have children. They're not trying to wear crop tops. Mm. You know, or we, show their stomach. Yes. No, no, no. We, we don't do that. Because and that's why I, ins- I wrote there that I have decent clothing. They want to look classy, sophisticated, glam. But they want to look and well covered up. And, mm. and, and well covered up. And that's why my designs are not for the younger generation. Mm. It's for women who understands decency and what they really want to wear. You know, and we just create good designs to match your accessories. We know you have all of these accessories to match. So whatever fabric we choose must be vibrant. How affordable are your fabrics? Your My designs, designs. Yeah. Um, very affordable, I would say. Recently, we came up with more de- uh, more categories. Okay. I have the easy breezy, very affordable. You can wear them to easy breezy kind of events. I have the ready to wear their glam. They have more expensive accessories, but they're not so pricey. I have the luxury limited editions hmm. means that we are putting in a lot to produce them. I have the leisure wears where you get to wear to work, school, spa, shopping, you know, <coughs> excuse me, where you just leisure around, host your guests at home, entertain people. So we have different categories and we have some of them ranging from as low as 7.5 to some going as expensive as 45,000. 
but we still try to. In fact, the forty-five thousand or the thirty-five thousand one, you will know mm. because the you know the richness. You see the richness when you cook soup. <laughs> you will know <laughs> when all the animals are swimming. when there is no space. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you. So, um, how do you think the African ready-to-wear business has evolved? Over time. over time because I, I i didn't think we had much of it at the time you know at the time we're growing up is mm-hmm. you get your material then find one tailor that we nail it together mm-hmm. for you and just wear it anyhow mm-hmm. how do you think we have grown now because a lot of people are actually in this space oh yes and i think we've come a long way and i will say it here again the african fashion designers we have are very creative they're mm-hmm. very talented and i think nigeria has most of them right we are coming out with designs that honorably we wouldn't be able to but we've all gone into our creative sides people want more mm. for instance I have some outfits that we have beadwork and Swarovski stones on if you wear those ones there's no other one notice you we also don't want to everybody can't afford that mm. so we have something easy right now we are we are constantly coming up with things new designs new designs new designs and I feel like our designs and new prints yes I see some prints oh and i'm like wow yes i agree with you in fact when i go to shop for prints i'm always confused mm. and most of my money going to it because i just i go with a budget and i never follow the budget i never stick to the budget <laughs> it's not possible <laughs> you want everything mm. you want everything and i really like the fact that we are changing the narrative mm. most of the fashion designers today honorably will be considered not serious Taylors. Taylors. No, now we are fashion designers. We've upgraded. (laughs) (laughs) We've upgraded. Do you sew personally? No, but I design everything. I can't sew. um, I know how to, but I can't run the business like I want to if, if I you sew. were sewing yourself so I always advise people if you can have people sew for you design I design I'm involved with everything from the fabric to the finishing everything to the glam work and the one telling you what to do but I also have to run it I also hmm. have to deal with the clientele I also want to know what's happening you're actually doing more I am the house girl <laughs> Yeah. So interesting. Let's take a break now. When we come back, we continue this conversation with Esther. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. We're still having this conversation with Esther O'Day on Shipreneur with BC One African Business Radio. I've been loving it so far. <laughs> yes, Thank because you. she reminds me of me. So would I say, no, not younger me, older me. <laughs> so I I'll get to your level. Don't worry. I'm still coming up. <laughs> I and I'm really, there. and I'm really inspired. Thank really, you. really inspired Thank by you everything so you're doing. So let me ask you, um, about your startup. When right. you started the fashion industry, did you have like a mentor that you looked up to? And, um, what were some of the challenges you faced when you started and how were you able to overcome them? Yes, did I have a mentor? Yes, I did. I had a mentor who happened to also be my sister. Her name is Julia Baribe, and she's just always had it right. She's always had it put together. And mm. at that time, I used to always, when I go visiting, I, I love how she put things together. And then I had another cousin, Apollo, who was also doing the same thing. And I knew that, oh, this looks like me. This is mm. me. Um, but I will just take my time and learn from the best. So, yes, they were my mentors, and I still do business with them. Um, startup. When I started up, the other question was if I some had of the challenges, challenges you had when you started up. Yeah, staffing. Mm. Yes, yeah, staffing was a major problem for me because I needed people who understood what I wanted to create. I wanted um, tailors who were not just 
regular tailors mm. so i will always i always had issues with them trying to understanding my my designs, designs or interpreting mm. my designs because there were lots of them used to a particular mama mama kind of style you know either you're doing blouse mm. not tops you know or you're doing blouses for rapper rapper mm. thank you so i needed to meet With them sho- the did you did you meet those people that used to put their shoulder pad shoulder pad and, <laughs> and breast cup <laughs> I, I oh met all of goodness. them. Yes, I did. You know, and then I also had problems with interpreting or oh, wearing my designs. I wanted to show them in a different light, and mm. I was among the few people that started dancing on social media to wow. just show you the dress. And people misunderstood it as me just being show body or busybody, and it helped me gain a lot of customers till date i still do that my business sells for me (laughs) (laughs) so i do it wow 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 so let me ask you did you ever get to a point in that business when you wanted to where you wanted to give up because things were not working out the way you 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 planned oh yes i did Mm. i did i had this one time went to the market stocked up on fabric everything i had everything right and had this tailor that claimed that oh he was going to be able to interpret everything we had everything on the table designs and all and that entire production was wasted jesus christ oh my god tops did not enter one breast will be here the other will be here (laughs) (laughs) do you understand hips were not fitting this we had a standard measurement he was supposed to follow and he didn't follow it i don't understand and then he (laughs) he blamed it on his wife to be stressing him so my entire production was messed up because kids and adults alike wow and that was her and he was from my place so they said oh is your brother now just help him <laughs> that's what my brother cost yeah, me yeah yeah smiling <laughs> oh my goodness i didn't smile that time more because an entire collection got wasted mm. i couldn't even amend it it was mm. beyond repairs and i just woke up and said you shall be able to do this do again this. Mm. you know then i also had issues with light you the Nigerian know, story. Oh Jesus Christ! I had issues with light. I was. Don't running. you still have the issues? Oh, I still do. Just okay. that now, I'm on, I'm, I'm, my you, skin you is tougher. Okay. I re- I'm used to it. I'm a grandma in this thing okay. now, so you just okay. keep buying fuel. Yeah. You know that time I will run fuel day, day, every day. I had a three thousand naira cost for fuel daily, daily times six days, and mm. I wasn't even making that amount of money. I had just started, mm. you know. But you just have to because there was never light, and there's still no light. But it's better than it used to be, honestly. Mm. So those were challenges I had that wanted me to... I almost walked away. Mm. Then I said, no, girl. You have to do this. Nothing good comes easy. Mm. You must pay the price. I like that. Mm -hmm. Nothing good comes easy. So how did you get start the business? So I know there are two kinds of people. The people who have all of the ideas, but Mm. they don't have cash. And um, they have to struggle and struggle before they find their feet. And the people who, okay, I want to get into the fashion industry. There's one cash somewhere that I'm not using. Mm. Let me use it. I mean, which one be your side? I know that that's a dead <laughs> car and money just be. No, no, it wasn't for me. No, I, I didn't start that way. I started very small. Okay. And I'm one person that knows how to look ahead. I will mm. plan ahead mm. and I will start crawling before I run. I always use that example because, <clears throat> excuse me, children will always crawl before they run. Yeah. And when I started, I didn't have all that capital. In fact, they didn't believe me. Even my family members didn't believe I was serious mm. when I started. I had graduated. I just got married. I had a son. So they felt like, ah, relax now. You just, What are you looking for? What do you, 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 you're every woman's dream. The, your, your life has been set. life. <laughs> But I woke up and I was bored. Like, mm. this is what I went to school to come and do. Mm. My son was about three months when I started the first business. I had him on my back. I went to just, okay, I had this. I didn't even have money. 
because husband there just feels like I'm providing for mm. you now. So, so what, what are you looking, looking for? for? I had a father that said, you just graduated, get a job. How is your school you went to? This is what you want, want to, to do. do? Uh, is it my mother that will pray my, my way through it all, you know? <laughs> and a friend of mine then, I woke up one day and I was so frustrated and I was sad. And he was, at that time, he was my sister's um, boyfriend. And he said to me, oh, Ochi, baby, come and take some money. I think you're bored. Because I called and I was crying. I don't think I want to do this. I want to. I want to. He said, you're bored. Come and take some more money and go and shop and buy something for you <laughs> and your son. And he gave me 50,000 naira. That time. This was in 2009. Mm. Yeah. And then House of Tara. I always loved Tara. Mm. I still love her till date. She was having this whole rep thing going on. And I love makeup. I've always loved makeup. And the package was 35,000 naira for the startup, for the reps. The beauty reps package at that time was 35,000 naira. And you converted the money for shopping. My shopping, wow. 50,000. That's a businesswoman oh, yes. in the making. Thank you. And I'm glad I took that move. Mm. I called that up. I registered. They sent my password. I paid 3K for a way bill. Everything was about 38. Then I had 15 or 12,000 left. I just had to do one or two, arrange myself wow. to look the part. Wow. And that's how I hit the street with my son. I knew that selling makeup wasn't going to give me the kind of money I wanted, wanted but it was a starting point for mm. me it just was better than staying at home doing nothing and doing nothing mm. and so I just started, I started when I started selling makeup people thought I was hungry no I was hungry for more mm. it wasn't food hunger mm. it was power my hunger it was independence hunger mm. so I just got into the street and people were like ah, is she begging for money I'm like no I'm not begging for mm. money because I had a son strapped on my back oh. so I looked more like is she begging so I said no I'm okay. selling makeup please buy you now I would draw your eye pencil whether it's straight or not I would draw <laughs> <laughs> Would draw your attention. You sound like a bully. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this one, I can't waste it now. Knock you powder. By the time you see half of your face looking nicer than this side, you will buy. <laughs> oh, seriously. Then I had one auntie, one of my customers then, Auntie Isa. She wasn't related to me, but she just liked the hunger. Mm, this young girl that, that wanted. drive. Yeah. So she said to me, Esther, why don't you go to makeup school? You know so much about makeup. And then get into society and see step by step after mm, selling. You then I went it. to makeup school. So I was now combining doing you the makeup and selling you makeup. So after I draw everything, you will buy. And that's how. So makeup was the first. And then I love to teach. I talk a lot. When I'm in I the I can mood. see already. Yeah. Just come and sit here. Let me So imagine there. me so teaching you, you makeup me. with this my speech. <laughs> you will learn by force. So I had lots of students at that mm. time. Lots of students. But I also knew when to step further. Mm, to, to the next thing. To the next thing. So I went to India for skincare. Because I wanted my son's skin was very sensitive. By the mm, way, he mm. at the age of one, we were spending at least eighty k on skincare products. So let, let's even go to skincare because I was okay. getting there. Uh, what issues did you want to solve mm. by getting into skincare? Allergies. My son, like I said, was very sensitive as a child. Okay. I don't. He was he was in, um, lactose intolerant. He didn't. His skin didn't go well with the weather. Mm. All that stuff. So he was very patchy. And we tried everything. We used to fly to Abuja or Potako to get skincare products for a one year old. Wow. And I am not the president's daughter. I don't get that money. So mm. I told my husband and I said, Hey, let's I need to get a permanent solution. Then I'm very sensitive to like if I take Ecosy soup, I will break out. If I take not, I will break out. Wow, on pimples. Oh yes. And if I take anything that if I take anything that doesn't go well with me, it, instantly my skin will just show it to you. So mm, I have to solve problems. And I also wanted to let people know that you can get your dream skin without damaging it. Hmm. You can look good. Without all the bleaching, all of us cannot be Asian women. <laughs> we cannot be Oyubo. But we can at least have the best version of our skin. Mm. And have all that toning and whitening 
um, without risking and having skin cancer in the process and damaging us. So, and so you are in this industry. How do you think uh, we can differentiate the? Because I hear a lot of people say uh, that um, African men, most especially, like attractive. Not even me hearing. I've mm. experienced it growing mm. up. Mm. They like light-skinned women, and so that has pushed a lot of women to bleach. And whiten. There's one I saw recently mm. that you get into the water and they wash you, chemical Jesus washing, Christ. and whatever it's called. Now, how do we know um, the right products to use so that okay, you say I'm dark, for instance, I am dark, and I want to just uh, make glow. my skin glow. Right. What's the thin line between making my skin glow and bleaching? And bleaching. Now, first and foremost, I feel like any woman. That changes her skin tone because of a man has a confidence problem. Mm. Don't let anybody to make the do that to you. If you're not comfortable in your skin, that's when you can let people push you here and there. Mm. If you want to naturally get glowy, glowing skin, for instance, my chocolate brown skin, I call them my chocolate brown skin ebony um, beauties. Mm-hmm. It's okay to have You mean people like us? Yes. Thank you, sister. And you don't have to change your skin color. Mm. You just want the best version of your choco. Mm. Right? Mm. Use products like for my clients that are in your complexion category, I would never even use anything that lightens them. Any chemicals? No, no. I don't even do chemicals in all my products. Because children also, yes. Mm. Kids also use my products. I have kids that are sensitive. Mm. So, and I am also very sensitive. If I use any bleaching thing, I will be red. I've seen people that are looking red and they think they're looking fair. You're yeah. not. You're killing your skin. Yeah. Now, your skin With has all the really green veins. I see you. that a lot too. Green veins. The one I see, I, I see now is the whole redness. You're looking like your skin is begging you to stop. Oh, I went somewhere recently, saw this woman that had damaged her skin. And she was still asking them, what can I use? Hey, woman. So I said to her, and I told the madam of the place, I said, please, madam, you need to stop now. You don't have skin anymore. Hmm. What you have is your inner skin. Your outer layer is gone. It's gone. Please stop now. So she said, Madam, I say use honey. Just use honey and begin to heal. First, don't rub anything. She said, I go black. I say, then you go black, but you go there alive. Hey, because skin cancer is real. So I always tell people, glow your skin. There are even lightening, whitening products that are natural. That are natural. Kojic acid, for instance. Glutathione, for instance. I hear they take them as injections. If you want to, but they're natural. You can read about them. Kojic acid is basically rice. Mm. And rice water. Okay. Do you understand? Alpha botine, those are natural products. They are derived from plants. Plants powders, plants But extracts. it takes a while. It takes a process. And Thank people you. are not waiting. And anything that is too fast, you will crash. Mm. Anything. Awesome. When I see people say, I want to do this, when they come to me, I laugh. I'm always laughing at them because I'll tell you, madam, it's not possible. In fact, I turn you down if you can't wait because I don't want to hurt your skin at it while we are at it. And if you're looking for two days whitening, it will not be me. Mm. I used to be darker than this. Stress, camp, all of that stuff. When people say, Stella, I like your skin, it's a process. I'm consistent. What you even want is a healthy skin first. Mm. As you tone up as you go, it's because you're using natural stuff. Natural stuff will not give you anybody that says two days whitening. Mm-mm. It's not natural. It's not natural. There are chemicals in it. Okay, for instance, hydroquinone is healthy, if I tell you that. But just 2% I'm is required. I'm scared of the name, sir. But just 2% <laughs> is required. But we abuse it. Hmm. If you have to use it, just 2% is required. 
but it's abused. Now, the Asian people that are doing the creams that people are buying and saying, oh, all the creams you see in stores, they say, oh, it's not bleaching. Mm. They're not telling you anymore because they've not told you to stop bleaching. So they're not writing it anymore. Mm. So you wouldn't even know. You just realize that you're changing color. Yes. And you say, oh, it's natural. I bought it in Dubai. I used to buy it from Dubai. I used to buy it from India. So they stopped writing those details. Because they needed to sell. They also need to sell. Hey, business so it's better you use something that the person is telling you this is this and this someone you can hold responsible i always put my face out there you can hold me responsible my kids are using I, I can't sell children's products and add chemicals and i always tell mothers don't ask me to bleach your children leave them the way they are what you want is a glowing healthy foundation for them give them good food can't we start from there first? thank you you can <laughs> and my son is chocolate my son is your complexion my two daughters are my complexion okay. their dad is dark so you see, I don't, my son is not fair. I'm not changing his skin to For what? making sure he's a fresh boy. Mm, let him eat well. It will well. tell on the Moisturize skin. them. Mm. Butters, use butters for them. Mm. Use products that have honey, natural aha, and all that stuff for them. This is so enlightening. I, I'm really glad I had this conversation with you. you. So before I let you go, what, what are some of the tips that you can give to people who are looking to get into the fashion industry? Just that. At least that. First, make your mistakes. Mm. Don't wait. I have a lot of people who say, I wanted to. There's no time. Mm. Then start small. Don't wait for all that money. You know, the, except you're from a family that don't need money. You're just following your passion. Mm. Maybe you have enough money. But if you don't have... I had some women sitting here still, I love to be a designer, but I don't have money. Okay, start from selling Ankara. Abby, just in case you want to go The Ankara. fabrics. Start or drop ship. Drop ship. All that money that you think you don't have, if you save every day, small, small, you will have that money. Mm. You know, talk to your family members. I feel like if you're my family, if you can't invest in me today, don't call me your sister. <laughs> I say you're a bully. <laughs> what, what about your sister for? You know, or but just that small. Mm. Come in and um, collaborate with people that are already doing it. Ask them if you can repost their pictures. Mm. And if you have customers, then you can buy. That's still the dropshipping yeah, thing drop we're talking shipping, about. Yeah. And be serious. You know, there's be no serious. time. Be serious. be serious. Some people are not serious. You want all that. You're on Instagram, liking posts on Insta blog, commenting on Linda, but you've not posted anything on your own page. Mm. You're not ready. You're there to play. But you know all the gist happening in Nigeria, but mm. you haven't even started your own page. Start. Mm. Just start. So are you still um, training girls? Oh, yes. We can register to be trained. Because I mean, yes. I'm registering. You're <laughs> going to train me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you're laughing at me. <laughs> Now, I'll drop my celebrity status. Yes. I'll be humble. I Come agree. and learn. I will teach you. <laughs> I'm no longer training girls on makeup. Okay. There are enough makeup artists in Nigeria. Okay. But I'm now training them on skincare and it's online because I understand that most of my customers are busy. Okay. Young women, old women, middle class, they're all busy. They're so you can even have a wider reach. Yes. People I from have different states oh, can yes. be and, a and different countries. Class. Yes. Okay. So I'm training them yeah. online. That's awesome. Thank you. That's awesome, Esther. Thank you so much for coming on the Thank show. You Thank you so much for this me. conversation. I'll follow you up on social Please media. Do. See what you're I will doing. I'll follow you right back. Yes. And Thank I you. like the fact that you're an inspiration to a lot of Thank women so out much. there. You are a shipper to the core. Come Give on. it up for <laughs> Esther O'Day. <laughs> And that's all we can take on Shipreno ABC when Africa Business Radio. If you have any comments or suggestions on how the show can be better, send a DM to Africa Business Radio on Instagram and I'll get to it. Thank you so much for staying tuned. I'll see you again next week. Bye-bye.